Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Moon Knight, Season 1, Episode 4, The Tomb. So let's get into it with the recap. Stephen and Layla find a deserted campsite at the location of Amit's tomb, which is a maze in the shape of the Eye of Horus. They discover that some of Harrow's men have been killed by undead Egyptian priests who attacked them. Layla defeats the priest but encounters Harrow who claims that Mark was one of the mercenaries who murdered her father. Stephen and Mark find the tomb and discover that Amit's last avatar was Alexander the Great. They then retrieve Amit's Ushabti from inside Alexander's body. Layla angrily confronts Mark who reveals that his partner killed Layla's father and Mark himself before Kanchi revived him as his avatar. Harrow arrives and shoots Mark, who wakes up in a psychiatric hospital populated by people from his life. After escaping from Harrow, who appears as a therapist in the hospital, Mark finds Stephen in a separate body trapped in a sarcophagus. They also see a second sarcophagus and someone else trapped inside before they are greeted by a hippopotamus-headed figure. Oh my god, this show just can't get, like, it just, like, oh my god, the intensity! Like the intensity, like, you know, like, I want to start at the beginning, but, like, I'm not even going to start at the beginning. I'm going to start at the ending. Because, like, the ending, like, gave me all the 12 Monkeys vibes. Like, it, it, it's just, holy shit, just a, hi, ah! I screamed and laughed with them. Like, the... Yeah, I, I was not expecting a talking hippo at the end. No, I was not expecting a cute, adorable talking hippo. Like, <laughs> it's just the voice. They, they really knew how to mess with your head in that final moment. And the scream was just perfect. Watching Mark and Steven work off of each other from a character perspective as well as an acting perspective, you can tell, like, how Oscar's really, like, playing this character in different ways. It was so beautifully perfect and hilarious and endearing. It was good to, like, watch them hug and be so excited to see each other. I was going to say, I, I loved I loved the hug moment. The hug moment was so good. It was so good. I mean, on technical level, great, but on an emotional level, the ride we've been on with these characters, so damn good. And like, especially like this episode, I was kind of disappointed getting back to the beginning of it. Like, whereas I felt like by the end of last episode, like Mark and Steven had a bit of like respect situation going on, but like Steven was immediately back to like, no, fuck this guy. Like he's supposed to be gone. Get out of here. Like it's supposed to be just me me and Layla now like go away like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck your wife like no don't you dare touch my wife like I'm gonna fuck your wife like okay well you go try to fuck your wife like okay well then he tried and then I'm pretty sure Mark was responsible for making sure Steven landed face first when he fell like that's my headcanon not him just being clumsy but like actual like he made sure Steven was gonna have a bad time when he fell off that cliff because that's what he said I will make sure you fall off that cliff and he did he fell off that cliff I wish that Steven had the balls to be like, your wife, you mean our wife. Yeah, but like, I feel like, all right, so they are complete separate individuals. Like, so I look at the whole thing as Mark and Steven are two separate people. They may inhabit the same body, but within that structure, I believe that they are two separate alters who who deserve their own autonomy, you know? And I guess it's a problem because they're sharing bodies, right? I mean, it's only a problem if you're not into that. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like I, I, I feel like Steven and, and Mark need to come to a better understanding. I think Mark needs to obviously trust Layla and open up way more about his situation and what he's dealing with. And Steven needs to trust Mark way more. Like They, they need to come to that understanding a, a way closer. I think Mark is willing to work with Steven, but Steven is not willing to work with Mark. At least that's what this episode showed. Yeah, I think by the end of this little bit of the story, there would be much more in sync because they were actually working with each other like 
face to face. Yeah, face to face, face like this. Whatever this reality is. I will say this: I love this whole maybe they're crazy, they're in an institution kind of thing. I wish that they had held on to that just a little bit longer, maybe until the next episode to reveal like, oh, it's just it's the gods. Yeah, I mean, I would like an entire episode dedicated to this. I mean, I mean, and that's kind of unrealistic, but like considering they they have their own time constraints, but like. And I'm sure they're trying to get through this story like at a pretty fast pace. Like there's not a lot of, unlike Picard, there's not a lot of wiggle room with this particular story. There's not a lot of wasted fat. There is a lot of, we're getting to it. We're, we're, we're giving you action, but we're also giving you a lot of story. And there's just so much to unpack. So I would love for them to just like give us a little bit of that fat, an entire episode, just like you said, of a pure psychological, like, surrealism like really go that 12 monkeys route really go that girl interrupted route like make it its own story and then yes give us the same reveal that it's the gods fucking with them you know um i love the fact that the that the wards that the orderlies were um with the cops that the bingo guy was the statue that steven was always talking to statue man i think i think his name's crowley in the comics Crowley. oh perfect very good nice good omens reference there um but like uh layla was another patient i love crazy layla yeah crazy layla is a vibe i want i want more crazy crazy layla i hope we get more of that it's it's a look i i was weirdly into it (laughs) i love layla in general like i mean when she pulled out that that like um when she pulled out the flare in the beginning of the episode she had total ellen ripley vibes it was like ellen ripley from like alien saying get away from him you bitch you know like she's so badass i fucking love it you know what i like about layla She's got flair. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm just like, all right. I mean, you could do this on your own. I mean, I'm... listen, I, unless, unless I come up with like an altar real quick, uh, I prefer to not do it alone. Going back to the cosmic insane asylum, cosmic insane asylum at the end. It was very pretty and very shiny. Wasn't that shiny? The shiniest freaking hospital I've ever seen in my entire life, by the way. It was a uh, pristine that third sarcophagus was 100% Jake, right? I mean, like, it's gotta be. And he seems angrier, which really fits. And, like, a part of me thinks, was it maybe Jake? When You know, like, when Mark's talking about that it was his partner that killed the father, do you think it was Jake? The way that Mark is talking about it, it seems like it's a separate person and he was powerless to do anything about it. Yeah, because he got shot by him. So I would assume, like, Jake would, didn't get, you know, didn't get, you know, shoot himself in that sense. But, like... I don't know. I just feel like the way they're introducing Jake or the way they're they're playing it out, they're really making this very enigmatic, you know, the way they're revealing this, the way they're holding back on it. So I'm curious if there's another twist to it. That's all. Put a pin in it. There might be. Yeah. Okay. I also really liked Harrow as a doctor. He's equally terrifying, but like just and so much more like respectable. Like I kind of want to like him, but like he's just such a manipulative evil man and like, but he's so playing it so cool and kind you know it's oh his performance is so good ethan hawk i worship you he's he's such a good villain he is he's an amazing villain he's a true believer it's what makes it his office looked like an archaeological dig like i love the setting of it all like oh, the amount of work went into that set i would love to play there and that movie Tomb Buster instead of Tomb Raider with Doctor Stephen Grant. Yeah, with Doctor Stephen Grant. Um, it's like this whole—I mean, this whole episode, including that—is like was filled with Indiana Jones references. You know, it's like all of it. Like, just—I you know, mean, it was—it was straight up 
Indiana Jones up until Stephen gets shot. Yeah, well, I mean, and but even the 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 Tomb Buster thing, like there, I felt like there was even references there to Indiana Jones. It's like, and I'm so happy everyone's seen the Indiana Jones movies so they can understand and appreciate those references. That's true. Yeah, because only only an idiot would have not seen those movies by this point in their lives. Only a pop culture poser would not have seen those movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So anyway, I wonder if the um, the action figure that he was holding was uh, was brought to you by Marvel Legends. It, it kind of looked like that, except maybe a little more homemade. Yeah, a little bit more homemade. Yes, it did have. But I think that might have just been the fabric they put around it. Like they give it that Egyptian cotton vibe, that aged Egyptian cotton thing. Um, but that was <laughs> it was so cute that he was holding it that way. Speaking of Egyptian cotton, mummies are now canon to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, they are. Those creepy clicking critters <laughs> were mummies. For me, personally, like that hit so many pieces of nightmare fuel for me. Like that scene where Layla was transversing the uh the the that the little ledge. Like so when you get my fear of heights and that anxiety and that darkness that she must be dealing with, and then you get these hands creeping at her from the dark and pulling her in, and the way it was filmed when she did get pulled in twice, like I mean, she's a badass. She got through it and survived. And like that fight was freaking awesome. Reserved for like zombie film kind of shit. But like it was intense. And like I was so on my seat. I was like freaking out because it was like <laughs> it just all all my fears were right there. Yeah, it was very uh, it was very take me to hell. No, it was very evil dead. Like the way she was pulled in. It was so like Raimi's evil dead vibe too. like they pulled from a, a bunch of like horror things. And I'm just I'm so happy they did. I. I loved it. Also, the mummification scene itself was like, without showing blood, was really unsettling. Mm-hmm. They just had the dry blood there. Like, you know that 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 <laughs> some bad things were happening. Uh, yeah, nothing good. Nope, nope. So in the beginning, the first shot that we have, you know, the first scene in this whole episode, uh, noticed that, you know, we have, there were a lot of gods imprisoned in that wall. Oh, that was a whole lot of gods. Yeah. That was an entire, like, that was a, a collection a, of gods. That's a pantheon right there. A whole ass pantheon. Yeah, a whole ass pantheon of merchandising potential. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Can you imagine all all the statues that are going to be coming out after the show is a success? Oh yeah, I wanted I want to collect all of the Ushaptis. All of them, like oh, a pantheon of merchandise. Disney must be in love right now. Potential spaceballs. You've seen that, right? Yes, I've seen Spaceballs, Joseph. I you know what? I'm not going to take anything for granted now, Jason. You're not going to take anything for Steve granted? Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, did Harrow get the statue after he shot him? I don't think we're going to get back to that. Uh, I would guess probably? Like, did he go and collect the body? Because, like, yeah, we obviously haven't seen what happens next. Like, but, I mean, that was a stupid thing to do. Like, if, if, if he put it in his jacket and then is like, oh, and I have it now. And then he shot him and then he shoots through the statues. And I mean, like, who, who wins? I would, I mean, I think that would just free him. Yeah, right? I guess it would. Yeah, I guess that. I don't know what ritual you have to do with that. So Mark comes clean about knowing what happened to Layla's dad in this episode. And then he says that, you know, he tried to tell her. Do you think that Mark met Layla to try and tell her about her father and they just ended up boning? Yeah, no. I mean, like, I think it was based on his guilty conscience where he wanted to tell her, but then they ended up falling in love. I think that's what happened there. I wonder if um if Harrow, Harrow, if Harrow got uh, the vision when he read Mark, or did he know from something else? 
I mean, I don't trust him at all. So, like, I don't know where he's getting his information. I, it, he he seems to be expressing it in ways that he might have, he might have, ex- you know, like learned it through this when he scanned Mark, right? Yeah, maybe it's unclear how he has this information. So, like, I I don't know. I I don't trust anything that comes out of his mouth, even if a lot of truth comes out of his mouth. I still don't trust it because it's like how he's using that truth. He's such a manipulative terror. Like, he's the devil of lies and truth, you know? I can't, I can't, you can't know when he's doing one or the other, and so it makes him dangerous. I kind of wonder how it's going to end for Harrow, because in the promo footage for this series, it looks like he's just running around with superpowers and, like, fighting Mark on a pyramid, which isn't exactly how I want his character to end. Punch, 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 fight, fight, fight. Yeah, I don't want, yeah, I don't want punch, punch, fight, fight, fight. I want, like, I want this to be really solid storytelling and he did i mean he's been such a good character in the way he's been playing this so like i don't know we'll see how did you feel about steven desecrating mr great oh my god that broke my heart what i was like, I was like as soon as i mentioned macedonia i'm like it's alexander oh my god they're going there and then three seconds later my excitement for the fact that we're going to see alexander's like tomb a tomb which is actually lost in real life actually lost was like oh my god and now he is um rummaging through it and and pillaging it and i just felt really awkward you could say the scene was kind of jaw-dropping <laughs> just, just maybe, maybe maybe it's just today that i just don't have the energy for it but <laughs> <laughs> trying not to want to kill you the temptation is still so much there <laughs> just 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 a little a little death you know kind of like the way harrow just shot that mark that's all i want yeah it is it is kind of unfortunate that steven uh found the lost tomb of alexander the great and then immediately has to desecrate his desecrate corpse. it completely it's just sad it's just it really like oh my god it just broke me that broke me also things that were awkward in this episode was steven saying the word tongue he did linger on it a bit like if was he trying to flirt and to be cute he is so, he's so awkward. He was absolutely trying to be like, cute. No, no. I mean, Layla saved it by actually taking that and applying it to real, you know, like, all right, here's here's what that really means. And he's like, oh, okay. But yeah, no, that was a weird, a little weird. That kiss between them also was, was awkward. The, the actual kiss. He just doesn't know how to kiss. It was awkward, but cute. And I really appreciated that Steven came clean and was like, Mark's trying to protect you. Yeah, I know that was, and that was very honorable. I felt like I agreed with, with Steve, with Steven there and the way he did it. And I was glad he did that for Mark, you know, cause he's like, Mark's not a bad guy. He's just trying to protect you from all this. And she, she's just not having any of it. I mean, to the point where like late, later on and like Mark's like, we got to go like right now they found us, you know, and Layla's like, nope, let's sit here for five minutes and have a conversation. It's like, like, this is not the time we can have this conversation in the car. We have to go. Nope nope we're gonna have this conversation now in the middle of this so it was a bad call ripley it was a bad call but now he's shot and let's see what happens but it's so intense it's so good we excited for next week i am very excited for next week i am extremely excited for next week i know about as excited as steven was looking at the uh the stone guardians like a kid in the candy store the show just has me hooked before we go though thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder trailer? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It's like the thing we've been waiting for for so long. 
um, right there, finally, just randomly given it to us. You know, like it wasn't, we didn't know it. It wasn't announced. The only, I heard a rumor that it was going to come out the day that it was going to come out, but like everyone who, there was a whole bunch of people who were saying like, it's not happening. Like only one news source is reporting it. And they usually, they have a bigger fanfare. Plus we have Multiverse of Madness coming out. So they're not going to like show it to us now. They'll wait till after Multiverse of Madness. It's just right on its heels. Nope, it happened. And there was Sweet Child of Mine, such a, a, a tonal energy shift. And like I read, you know, all the Jason Aaron comics that this film is based on. I remember you reading. Yeah, those. like, oh my God. One, the comic run is absolutely amazing. And I'm totally terrified of, of how much information has to go into these stories. But I trust Taika to do it right. Um, I mean, the shot with Thor looking over the giant beast, who is a god, like I, I just, that shot being so perfectly matching the comic books like right there just shows the attention to detail that was made yeah it's it's essentially like a one one replica with korg yeah exactly and it's like i feel like we're gonna get a lot of that i also love the running scene where we get to see you know uh thor in his classic costume you know the 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 hat which is a reference to adventures and babysitting you know with the original avengers logo even like it, it's all just Tyke's gonna have such a good time and I mean, one. I, who knows how much the Guardians are involved, and I'm not gonna like speculate about too many things here. I just was really enjoying the trailer for all that it was and the imagination it brought. Because I'm so excited to see everything that we're gonna get. Um, that little that little bit with Peter Quill, oh, so good. Yeah, it was just like, uh, not not me, man. Like, oh, I'm just listening. Chris Hemsworth has got just the best goof face no he knows how to do comedic timing so well like i'm <laughs> i was you know like despite how how ghostbusters was um you know the, the the female ghostbusters movie was just badly executed despite the amazing cast chris hemsworth was casted amazing and that was the first time we really got to see him doing comedy so like I, you know if that's what got us here i'll take it I'm glad the movie was made yeah no if that, if that got us thor ragnarok in this movie it was completely worth yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, and then to see Jane, ugh, that to, to see Mjolnir re rebuilt somehow. It was just enough. Just enough. Just a little, just a little taste of of Jane Foster. I'm I'm so excited. And no, no Gore the God Butcher. Nope, we're not seeing him yet. We're holding back on that. I don't know why, but they are. Maybe they're not done with it yet. Maybe they're still fiddling with his look. I don't know. I'm 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 very curious what they're gonna do because Gore is such a big character in the comics uh, for this. But we're getting Zeus. We saw Zeus's back. We saw Olympus, which looks amazing. I, I'm just nothing but excited for this, and not just because it's a Thor movie. Whoever you know thought that I'd be this excited for the Thor movie, who fucking knows? But here I am. Like Thor Ragnarok is by far my, I think my favorite Marvel film on, on its own merit. It is one of the most rewatchable Marvel. Yeah, films. I watch it all the freaking time. It's so so beautifully written and well done. So I trust Taika. I trust Taika with everything here, even though it's a lot of stuff to go over. So it's and it's happening soon. I mean, it's like May, June, July, three months. Yeah, July eighth, baby. Yeah, it's like so we're we're heading there really fast. This is like the a record between like teaser trailer and actual thing. So. Let's see what happens. We still got to get through a Multiverse of Madness, obviously, and we're going to experience and love all that. But this year does not come to a close until we get to experience Love and Thunder. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. 
And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.